Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Welcome, loves. It's uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So, uh, my beautiful blonde friend Cheryl uh, sent me a text. Whenever on Channel 7 they'd say, it's 11 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? That scared me. I thought he was holding children captive. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. So uh, anyway, welcome. It is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Childhood misconceptions. Um, we all had them. And again, my very quick example would be door prize. Uh, going to these uh, picnics every year, mom and dad would always be talking about who's going to win the door prize, the door prize. And I couldn't figure out for the life of me why anybody needed a door. I mean, as far as I was aware, we had every door we needed at uh, the place where we lived. That was a, a misconception, like guerrilla warfare. That's That was a big one in the 1960s and early 1970s because, you know, you're just thinking about these guerrillas going at each other for no good reason at all. Uh, and and guerrillas will be guerrillas. Every guerrilla for himself. Um, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Your childhood misconceptions. Also, I'm going to throw one more uh, topic out there. And I don't know that I've ever done this one before, but uh, there ought to be a law against what? There ought to be a law against what? 803, and that's that can be funny or it can be serious. There ought to be a law against what? 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. By the way, it's all good and fine that they have the marijuana dispensaries open, but if they really wanted to save lives, they would have cocaine and heroin dispensaries as well so people weren't dying on fentanyl. And I know that's an outrageous position to some of you, but that is what is killing people, cocaine and heroin laced with fentanyl. It ought to be available, regulated, in dispensaries, it would save lives. Some would be lost because neither of those things are real good for you. But the street stuff is 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 is, is it's killing people, uh, and it's not it's just not worth your life. Here's uh, Chris in uh, Buffalo. Chris, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Um, I'm calling because I want to share um, a quick point. Um, grade six, school thirty-seven. We were learning about health, and they were teaching us about the birds and the bees. And so we learned about this, the egg and the sperm and everything. And shortly thereafter, all the boys, the little boys, would be threatening the girls that they were going to spur us. And next thing you know, we're thinking that they, these cowboy spurs that be on the boots <laughs> is what was going to be happening to us. And it kind of kept me away from the boys for quite a while. So, so wait a minute, I'm sorry. So somehow uh, sperm got confused with spurs? Yeah, the boys turned it into spurs. <laughs> oh, oh I, I, that seems a little bit young. Uh, to Sixth grade, they were teaching that? I mean, and you yeah. don't sound like you were born, you know, in this century. Well, I'm I mean, 61. I was 1973. I mean, they teach it younger now. It's wow. crazy. Uh, yeah. That's, and well, we were I mean, okay, too. 
Well, see, now, I mean, I don't even know if they if they teach that anymore or if it's uh, considered to be uh, too gender positive to say men produce sperm, women produce eggs. Well, not necessarily <laughs> if you're gender fluid. In fact, let's talk about how comfortable you are as a little boy or a little girl. What? Wow. Wow. It's getting sad. It's really getting sad. All right. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Um, your childhood misconception. Um <laughs> conception and what she just said i kind of put the two and two together if you uh, caught what i was doing there uh childhood misconceptions um i love to hear yours my favorite so far involves the uh, giraffe as i think one of our first callers that we took um on this topic um mother was concerned about a draft coming into the room and the little boy heard giraffe coming into the room personally if i had been told or i had I thought that a giraffe was coming to the house, I would have been very excited for the giraffe. I, I would have been looking out the window waiting for the giraffe to just come. Uh, 803-0930. And uh, something else, there ought to be a law against what? Come on, you've got an idea for a law. You've got an idea You've got an idea for something that needs to be done. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, we already have too many laws on the books. And I can't really say that I disagree with you. I think we do have too many laws on the books. But there are little things in life that are just um, aggravating as all hell. I think, okay, this is, my, this is my law. If I were king, if I were king of the world, like Leonardo DiCaprio on the deck of the Titanic, if you are in a public place, let's just say a bar, and let's just say it's not terribly crowded in the bar, you should not have your phone on speaker when you are having a conversation. This happened to me a few days ago, and it was, it was just so exasperating. It was just so annoying because this conversation, and I'm, I'm hearing both ends of the conversation, it's going on and on and on. And it was incredibly uh, banal conversation, but it never ended. I mean, seriously, by the end of it, I, I think I'm pretty sure that I picked up a sharp knife and I had it pretty much poised at my heart and was going to lean forward very, very heavily because I, I couldn't take it anymore. So if, if you're in a public place, don't have your phone on speaker because we don't need to we don't need to hear what's going on. You know, and it's not really fair to the person on the other end of the phone. I mean, how many of you have been burned? Um, you, you say something about somebody that you didn't realize they were right there and were able to hear what you're saying about them. So your uh, childhood misconceptions. And again, what is a childhood misconception? Uh, I mentioned the door prize thing before. I mentioned uh, guerrilla warfare before. Um it's 11 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? And uh, one of my friends thought that uh, Irv Weinstein was holding children hostage and captive, which the very thought of that I find funny. Um, I mean, Rick Azar, yeah, because Rick Azar was – he was he was like the mean guy in the middle. Irv was like the uncle. Tom Joles was like a great uncle. But, you know, Rick was just dead serious about, uh, about sports. And there ought to be a law against what? In other words, you know, what drives you, what drives you a little bit screwy? Uh, what what drives you a little bit uh, up the wall? As somebody said earlier, that was a misconception that they had uh, that somebody literally was going to be driving up a wall. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930. 
star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, those are the phone number for your uh, childhood misconceptions as well as um, there ought to be a law. But no, the, the speakerphone thing, oh my goodness, I, I can't even tell you. I, I, I was trying to enjoy a nice, tranquil, peaceful lunch and instead, I got treated to 10 to 15 minutes of some of the most excruciating conversation I have ever heard. There was no reason for that to have been on a speaker. None whatsoever. All right, lines are open for your calls. Childhood misconceptions as well as uh, there ought to be a law against what? What What should there be a law against? I mean, hey, we're in New York State, so sooner or later, no matter what you say, there's going to be a law against it. Okay, you know it's going to happen. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And I'd love to hear from those of you who sit back in the shadows, who never call, uh, and you would be a first-time caller to the show because uh, as much as we enjoy the regulars, we also enjoy first-time callers here on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Childhood Misconceptions. Um, the, the other one I liked, too, uh, from the previous hour was the people who were going to see Jesus Christ Superstar, and the little boy said, he's coming all the way here? Like, Okay, that's pretty funny. I, I'm sure it wasn't intended as blasphemy. Uh, not from the not from the mouth of a, of a little boy. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Come on, guys, chop, chop, lines are open. Here is uh, Jim in uh, West Seneca. Hello, Jim. Hi. Yeah, my story, a little background first. I'm a good Catholic boy when I was growing up, and um, my nine years old, my parents decided, hey, you can start doing things yourself, go to the library, do this yourself. Just, why don't you go to the library? So, I, again, I'm a good Catholic boy. All my friends are, are not they're, they're go to public schools. So okay, I went there by myself. So I walked up to the public uh, library. And I, looked, I looked at it and said, public library. I said, I can't go in there. I'm Catholic. And that was the story. Wait a minute. I, I'm a little bit lost. You're Catholic. What was there about public library that uh, you, you thought was going against your faith? I'm a little lost on that. No, nothing to do with faith. Just being a kid, you're, you're, you either go to public school or Catholic school. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Now yeah. I get it. Absolutely. Um, thank you very much. I love that story. Thank you. Okay. Uh, it took. It, I'm a little slow on the uptake sometimes, guys. Uh, so you got to give me some. Uh, got to give me some time to catch up with you. Here is uh, Fred in East Aurora. Fred, you're on WBEN. You have a childhood misconception, or uh, do you have a proposal for a law that needs to be enacted? Yeah. So I completely grew up with a irrational fear of quicksand from watching, I think, Tarzan movies, Gilligan's Island, whatever. But I was just absolutely convinced that uh, as I was walking through the woods, my friends, that at some point in time, we're falling into quicksand. Oh, good grief. Um, so, I mean, quicksand figured into a lot of cartoons uh, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. and obviously the movies. As far as I know, though, do we, isn't there quicksand in the Alabama swamp? Yeah, there, there may be, but I'd never been there. I never even knew anybody who went in quicksand. Uh, I just would see it in all these TV shows. And I just uh, I just knew that someday I was going to fall in quicksand. Oh, my goodness. Well, it, it hasn't happened yet. I mean, you still got a lot of life coming up. 
I got something to look forward to, apparently. Uh, that would not be a good way to go. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, no, in, in fact, I mean, this is not really a funny thing, but uh, in the First World War, uh, in the fields of France, that ground got so pulverized and so moisturized and so granular that literally men did sink into the earth never to be seen again. I'm not making this up. I wonder if that influenced those later movies and cartoons and so forth. You know, I, 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 I don't know, but uh, uh, that's, uh, that's uh, an image that uh, I remember reading about in uh, one of those World War I uh, books that I have somewhere uh, upstairs at home. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Irrational fear of quicksand. Anybody know if we have quicksand around here? And apparently, we do have quicksand around western New York. An article from the Buffalo News, 1994. Wheatfield town workers see quicksand swallow a bulldozer, apparently, uh, widening Black Creek. So maybe it's not such an irrational fear of quicksand. I just as soon not find out from personal experience. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is uh, Doug of North Tonawanda. Doug, you have a uh, childhood misconception, or do you want to pass a new law? Uh, yeah, childhood misconception. Um, the Hollow Note song, Man Eater, used to creep me out as a kid. <laughs> okay, why did Man Eater uh, uh, freak you out as a kid? I, I took it as literal. I, I thought it was a, some kind of a witch that would go around eating people. Wow. That's, uh, okay, I, I've heard the song a million times, um, but the all-time greatest Hall & Oates line is, think I'll spend eternity in the city, let the carbon and monoxide choke my thoughts away. That is the best, <laughs> that's one of the best song lines ever written by anybody at any time. All right. Just thought you should know. Did you have any other uh, childhood misconceptions involving music, perhaps? Uh, no, I think that was that was that one was it. That was the one that really creeped me out. All right, and do you want to? Is there any law that you'd like to propose, sir? Uh, no, we got enough laws. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, uh, Doug. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Todd with two Ds in uh, Tonawanda. Todd, you're on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Hey, Tom. I was just going to say that one thing that ticks me off is when I'm listening to the radio and commercials play their commercials and they have sirens going off in the background. When I'm oh. driving and I hear them on the radio, it's like, oh, man, what's going on? <laughs> you you know what? Over? I I don't disagree, and uh, there are some songs. Georgie Fame had the ballad of Bonnie and Clyde, and there are sirens in that song, and every time that song was on the radio, um, Mom always had the radio on in the kitchen, the same radio your mom had on in the kitchen, I'm pretty sure. Um, I would always run to the window thinking, oh, a police car is going to go by, a fire truck is going to go by. And uh, what was the other song with sirens? A Paper Lace, The Night Chicago Died. I think mm -hmm. that has sirens in it somewhere. But so you, you would have a law, I presume, uh, or maybe this is an adult misconception. Well, an exclusion that they have to put in their commercials. They don't put sirens on there because you're going to freak people out when they're driving. Um, 
you know what? That's that's actually uh, that's actually interesting because I think that's happened to all of us at uh, at one time or another. And actually, something you might not be familiar with: um, if a radio station plays the emergency alert system when it is not supposed to play the emergency alert system, the hell, wrath, and fury of the FCC comes down upon corporate and the radio station. That is a no-no. I just thought I'd throw that out as a bit of uh, radio trivia. I'll just say this. Um, that's, uh, it gives your, uh, what is it, it, it gives a new meaning to something or other, and then they had the sirens going on. And that, no. there's, a, there's a commercial on that. No, I hear you. Oh, I, oh, oh, oh it, it, I know exactly what you're talking about. It gives a new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, three doesn't o'clock it? Bell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the boys' clubs, I think, the boys' and girls' clubs ad. Yeah. Yeah, right. every time I hear the commercial, I want to cringe. But I know you got to go. You yep, got to get going. <laughs> yep, thank you. Well, there's also a line in it. Uh, let's see. With nowhere to go and nothing to do, nothing to do and nowhere to go. Every time I hear the guy say that, I think of the Ramones. I want to be sedated. 20, 20, 24 hours to go. All right, let's go to uh, John in uh, Amherst uh, with a childhood misconception. John, you're on WBEN. Hello. Good. How are you? Sir. All right, so I think that something we started when my kids were young, childhood misconceptions, is their, the way they interpreted certain words or read certain words always led to a good laugh. Like, remember, on my phone came up Pensacola, Florida. You can imagine how that was read by a, a young kid or uh, something like the word extinct uh, was interpreted as, you know, my something stinks. Or if someone gets fired, are they literally set on fire, Dad? Stuff like that. <laughs> actually, in the radio business, we actually do uh, immolate people as we let them go. True story. So that was always, it's always good to see how they interpret things like that. Well, and, and how about uh, uh, cremation? Uh, did, I wonder, did, did anybody else think that if you were cremated, you got turned into cream? Hey, you never know. Or the, There's many things like that, yep. Indeed. Thank you uh, kindly. Good good stuff. Uh, and he's absolutely right. I mean, there, there might be words, and I'm going to expand this uh, in the next half hour of the show. Uh, somebody brought up song lyrics earlier. So the song lyrics that you always got wrong, that you thought you knew, but you got wrong. David did it a few weeks ago, so I'm just going to rip off David and uh, do the childhood misconception thing and song lyrics that you heard wrong and local musicians uh, you probably have a treasure trove of song lyrics uh, you have been dealing with for years that people screw up worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
song has absolutely no historical basis whatsoever. And uh, never forget, one. there was this uh, group they used to play with uh, uh, Mike McGuire from Back to the Bars, and I forget who else was in it, but uh, the Brothers Grimm. And one night at one of the Buffalo Music Awards show, I walked in, and these guys are playing the acoustic version of The Night Chicago Died. Never heard a local band do that ever. And it was like, okay, this is going to be a fun night. Anyway, uh, that was a past life. Anyway, uh, it is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, talking to you about your childhood misconceptions, and I'm going to also ask about l- music lyric misconceptions. Uh, one of our callers earlier talked about the Jimi Hendrix song, Purple Haze. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. A lot of people thought Jimi Hendrix was saying, excuse me while I kiss this guy. And in 2023, that wouldn't really raise any eyebrows or red flags. I mean, I kissed a girl and I liked it, sung by a woman. Little lesbian fantasy song action for you. Uh, let's go to uh, some more calls on WBEN 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, Sandy of Tonawanda, hello. Hi. Uh, well, we I grew up in the 60s, and I, my mother had a lot of kids, and my cousins lived across the street, and they had a lot of kids, and we extrapolated that our mothers would get really fat and come home from the hospital with a baby, so we knew there was a baby in there, and so I went to my mother one day. She was pregnant, and I said, Mom, how do you get a baby like that? And she said, Oh, you'll just fall in love, and it'll happen. Well, I was absolutely terrified because I was sure I was in love with the boy next door. I was about nine or ten years old, so I went next door. I asked his mother if he could come out, and I beat him up because I thought if I showed God <laughs> that I didn't you love him. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, no. And then I, I was still worried it might happen because, you know, I really thought I loved this boy. <laughs> so I, you beat I, up a boy? I, I, well, I thought that was the only way that I could show God that I didn't love him because I didn't want to get fat and be the only kid to have a baby in the neighborhood. Okay, what what was I mean? I mean, these days in some in some areas that's a little bit old, actually. But um, what was the upshot from that? I mean, here you are going next door, beating somebody up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't horrible. Pushed him around, shoved him, and he didn't say anything. He might have been too embarrassed. I don't even think it got back to my mother, to be honest with you. I mean, those were the years when, I mean, we had 13 kids living across the street. We had seven. There were seven of my cousins. It was pretty wild. I mean, like, we owned the neighborhood. So, but he never knew why I did that to him. Well, if he's if he's listening now, he sure does. <laughs> it's because right. it's, it's so you wouldn't knock her up. <laughs> That's right. I, I right. just said, you know, you'll fall in love and that'll happen, you know. And I was wow. like, what? Wow. <laughs> hey, I, speaking of pregnancy, Sandy, I've got a story for you. Um, I'm not going to give any names or anything like this, but um, hypothetically speaking, okay, imagine being a guy with a vasectomy, but the woman you are with does not know that you've had a vasectomy. And the woman announces proudly that she is pregnant. So you go to the doctor's office and you get tested and um, you are, shall we say, free and clear. My understanding is that has happened to more than one person. Got an interesting conversation uh, the other night about that. And See, even your dog is amused by this. It can reverse itself. My husband had one. 
Well, very rarely. I was 49. I went in because I didn't feel good, and I came out. He was waiting in the waiting room, and I said, I... They're doing. He goes, what's wrong? Is it the flu? What is it? I go, no, they're doing a pregnancy test. And were you pregnant? Without even missing a beat. This is how much he trusts me. He goes, yep, I'm the man. It grew back together. <laughs> well, I Seriously? wasn't pregnant. <laughs> but well, I thought, wow, he really trusts me. <laughs> I well, mean, and he should. I wouldn't do that to him, but it was like, it was just funny. I, but when I mean, they what? said that to me in the doctor's office, they go, well, you know, can, I said, you don't need to do that. My husband's got a vasectomy. And they're like, Oh, it can reverse itself. And I'm like, what? It's it's a very rare thing when that happens. It's like one in several thousand. But, yeah, unless uh, it happens to you. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah maybe 100%, gonna, I guess. <laughs> not going not gonna to worry about that right now. Um, Want to shake my hand? Anyway, uh, thank you very much, Sandy. I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the call and the uh, frivolity okay. and the laughs. She beat up a boy because she didn't want him to get her pregnant. All right, childhood misconceptions and music lyric misconceptions. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to Pat in Niagara Falls. Pat, hello. Tom, good early evening to uh, childhood misconceptions. How about from handmade to made from scratch to being in a club? I heard I heard adults before say, "Oh, we're going to the club tonight." Uh, you know, all that thinking is like, "Oh, cool, they go to a, a clubhouse, like a treehouse. What's going on here?" But the whole the whole made from scratch thing made me nervous. What do they scratch before they make that apple pie? Handmade, <laughs> made from scratch. They wash <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> Two lyrics, I think. Uh, well, the whole the whole CD itself. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said CD. The band 311. I don't know what the hell they're saying in any of their songs. And it used to be a contest on one of your sister stations years ago of tell me what 311 is saying. And this is before you could look it up on the internet to cheat. Right. So it, it, the one song down. I don't even know what the hell they said. But and Elton John. Uh, Benny and the Jets. There's there's quite a few lines that are people used to think that were other uh, you know other other lyrics and words to it. But in in sense, you know, now you can go online and read it and figure it out. Well, okay, the internet has been great for the, Shazam is also a great service for songs that you hear that you like but you don't know what they are. I mean, I, I've used that so many times. Uh, Benny and the Jets. Uh, let's see. Hey, kids, shake it loose together. The spotlight's hitting something that's been known to change the weather. We'll kill the fatted calf tonight. So stick around. You're going to hear electric music, solid walls of sound. Say, Candy and Ronnie, have you seen them yet? Oh, but they're so spaced out. Ba-ba-ba, Benny and the Jets. Oh, but they're weird and they're wonderful. Oh, Benny, she's really ke- uh, she's really keen. She's got electric boots, a mohair suit. You know, I read it in a magazine. Oh, ba-ba, Benny and the Jets. Hey, kids, plug into the faithless. Maybe they're blinded, but Benny makes them ageless. We shall survive. Let us take ourselves along where we fight our parents out in the streets to find who's right and who's wrong. Say, Candy and Ronnie, have you seen them yet? Oh, but they're so spaced out. Ba-ba-ba-Benny and the Jets. Oh, but they're weird and they're wonderful. Oh, Benny, she's really keen. She's got electric boots, a mohair suit. You know, I read it in a magazine. Ba-ba-ba-Benny and the Jets. Uh, one more here. Oh, Candy and Ronnie, have you seen them yet? Oh, but they're so spaced out. Ba-ba-ba-ba-Benny and the Jets. Oh, but they're weird and they're wonderful. Oh, Benny, she's really keen. 
and actually it goes on, but I think you kind of get the uh, the gist of it. Okay, can I be brutally honest with you? For as many Please times do. as I've heard that song, I never, ever, ever knew the lyrics until I just read them. That's amazing. That's what I mean. I thought I heard something about electric boots or racket boots. The racket boots. That's what I thought it was. Like tennis racket boots or I have no idea. But no, they're electric. Like said, guys- Actually, electric boots are some of the intelligible lyrics. Now, I'm not really familiar with uh, the the three eleven stuff, but do you remember uh, Nirvana "Smells Like Teen Spirit" when that first came out? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, now, c- did you understand what Nirv- what Kurt Cobain was singing about in uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit"? I, I I kind of vaguely do, but like I said, if you ask me to, to say the lyrics, I'm I'm out. Um, it is, I mean, honest to goodness, it's, uh, I mean, it's brilliant in its own way. Okay. But it's also, uh, disturbing in its own way. Um, smells like teen spirit lyrics. Are you, are you, are you ready for this? Uh, by the way, one of the things we're doing is songs that you misheard and, and you never quite got the lyrics. Load up on guns. Bring your friends. It's fun to lose and to pretend. She's overboard and self-assured. Oh, no, I know a dirty word. Hello, 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 hello. With the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now. Entertain us. I feel stupid and contagious. Here we are now. Entertain us. A mulatto, an albino, a mosquito, my libido. I'm worse at what I do best. And for this gift, I feel blessed. Our little group has always been and always will until the end. With the lights out, it's less dangerous, uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, but wow. when, 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 you, when you listen to the song, um, I mean, unless you know the lyrics in advance, good luck trying to figure it out. I mean, not even like Google Translate is going to help you with, uh, with that. Right, just, just listening to the first lyrics alone, alone sounds like he wrote his old bit before he actually pulled the trigger. You know, it's, it's insane. You know, yeah. Well, and and don't forget, too, Kurt Cobain, before he uh, suicided, um, actually had a near-fatal overdose over in Europe. He barely escaped that. Yep. So the guy had some kind of a a weird death wish. The 27 Club. That's what they called it. Uh, Yeah. Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin. Yes, uh, certainly not a club uh, to which anybody should uh, aspire. I'll say that much. Uh, it's a tough, no, it's a that, tough life. That, that one doesn't come with a treehouse like I thought it would when I was a kid. No club with it, with that one. <laughs> no. Did you have any other uh, childhood misconceptions or any other lyrics that uh, we can help you with here? No, you know what? Uh, they're not appropriate for the air. Oh, I, I wasn't going to go with John Valby. <laughs> come on. I, well, yeah, you know what? Yeah, no, we'll we'll keep moving on. I'll make room for everybody else. <laughs> All righty then. Thank you very much. I appreciate Thanks, the call. Tom. Yes. Take care. I, I, I'll Thank try. I shall try. It is uh, five forty-eight. Okay. Uh, your childhood misconceptions. Uh, a couple of examples. Uh, we had a caller earlier whose mother said. Uh, there's a draft that's going to be coming through the window, and the kid thought a giraffe was going to be coming through the window, which I thought, frankly, I think it's kind of funny, personally. Um, another thing, too, I mean, the word draft. Growing up, we heard all about the draft. Am I going to be drafted? If you had older brothers in the 1960s, am I going to be drafted? Never quite understood as a kid what drafted was. But uh, my, my favorite one that I remember just from my uh, depraved childhood is um, uh, door prizes. 
Uh, as I said, uh, Dad was a member of the Purchasing Management Association of Buffalo. They used to have this big shindig every summer, and he was in charge of buying some of the door prizes. But uh, they would always talk, Mom and Dad, in the front seat of the car about who's going to win the big door prize this year. And my childhood misconception was I thought it was a literal door. Like, are they talking about a garage door? Are they talking about a side door? And, and I was unaware that our house was in need of a door. Uh, still time to hear from you, especially uh, first-time callers. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, also, uh, the other thing is song lyrics that you totally misheard. I don't know if Josh Schmidt has any song lyrics that he's totally misheard, but uh, I'm sure we'll find out. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. I I still like the one that uh, my friend Cheryl texted me. It's 11 o'clock. Do you know where your children are on Channel 7? And she thought Irv Weinstein was holding all of these children captive. I don't know why, but that imagery, that visual, I find hilarious. Uh, You're on WBEN. Jeff, go ahead. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello. Yes, Jeff. Should we just say hello to each other about five more times, or? Yeah, I'm sorry. Eleven o'clock. Yeah. Do you know where your children are. You there? Are. Oh, you got to turn. You got to turn the radio off, bro. All right, Josh is going to take care of that situation off the air. Um, and oddly enough, when Josh Schmidt says, "Please turn the radio off," there's a reason for that because we operate on a uh, delay, and otherwise uh, things get a little bit screwy, like they just did. So, uh, take two now with uh, Jeff in Buffalo. Take two, Jeff. You're on. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, moved to Las Vegas. It's not really a childhood thing, but I was uh, fresh to bartending out there and never heard of this, but a customer comes up and asked me for a quesadilla. <laughs> uh, I asked the manager, I said, do we sell any Dia beer? And uh, he <laughs> says, no, I never heard of it. I go, either of I. I go, but I go, and notice the question. I said, do we sell anything by the case? He says, no. Went to the customer. The customer's like, look at your menu. And I had a little argument with him. I said, I asked my manager, we don't have Dia. <laughs> so, story. okay, but, uh, uh, okay, living out in Vegas, how long did it take you before you realized that a quesadilla was a tasty Mexican-oriented treat, often filled with chicken and cheese and sometimes lettuce and tomato? That day. Oh, really? Did the, did the dude uh, have to explain it to you? No, I just had it for lunch. <laughs> so, okay, I, I'm just I'm just kind of curious. What was it like living in Las Vegas? Because most people go to Vegas, they spend a week. Uh, what was it like actually being a part of the scene of uh, Las Vegas? I lived there in the 80s, early 80s, and it was when it was really nice, and it wasn't like it is now. And uh, I love the weather. Growing up in Buffalo, I thought it was the bomb. Every day the sun was out, uh, snow in the mountains right around you, no humidity. No bugs. Um, in in what way it. do you think it is worse now than it used to be? It's just too busy. There's smog. There never used to be smog. Huh. Uh, the, the travel time getting through, it's just too compact. Just when I, I explain it like it was like Grand Island and there was nothing around it. And now it's like Grand Island, Rochester, Batavia, everywhere else around. Just too congested. No, that's a, a very interesting observation. So as somebody who lived in Vegas but now has returned to Buffalo, why did you come back? You, I mean, you liked the weather so much. Why did you come back? Everyone I knew that relatives, they all moved back. They all either had, uh, you know, bad gambling problems or whatever other problem. And 
I guess I'm a, a weak, emotional person, so I wasn't able to be there by myself. Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't make you a weak person. It just means you're somebody who craves friendship and uh, hanging out with people. I don't think that yeah. makes you weak. Well, I meant weak emotionally, just, uh, you know, not being able to hang. I, I, I still don't, all due respect, I still don't think that makes you a, a weak person. It just means you're a normal human being with uh, normal yeah. emotions, and uh, I wouldn't beat yourself up too bad over being weak emotionally. You sound like a, a strong fellow to me, and just to admit that takes some strength and some courage. I uh, thank you kindly for the uh, phone call. Thank you. Be safe. All right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that takes, uh, that takes some courage to uh, admit that, and I think if you can admit that you are weak emotionally, um, you know, that's the uh, first step of uh, redemption I, I really wish the lyric show had had taken off some that that was that was a bit of a disappointment the misconception thing never a disappointment the law thing uh, that, that one you know, that did not work out well but the uh, the lyric thing i would definitely like to uh, revisit that at some point on news radio 930 wben uh, i want to thank josh schmidt at Master Control behind the glass for a job very well done. As always, it was uh, radio perfection, with the exception of the hiccup with the Rolling Stones and the Buffalo Springfield, which was not Josh's fault. I think we need to explain that to those who uh, don't know what happens behind the glass. Tom Puckett coming up with Buffalo's Evening News next on News Radio 930 WBEN.